for your day. This is Danita, and today is Monday, June the 28th, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of the people, places, and things that he has divinely connected you to for such a time as this. I want to send a special shout-out to my parents who on today have been married to 50, for 52 or 53 years, they have been married longer than I have been alive. And I thank God for that. I thank God for growing up in a home where not where everything was great because we know that life happens. And as my mother has said, you know, people who have been married for any amount of time have been through something. That something may not look the same for every uh, married couple, but know that they've been through something. But one of the things that I appreciate so much about growing up in my household that looks different from uh, from a lot of other people that I know is that I saw forgiveness. I saw forgiveness and I saw the meaning of love. I saw the meaning that love is patient, that love is kind, that love is long-suffering. And I even saw the latter part, that our latter shall be greater than our past. And so I thank God for my parents. I thank God for them um, sticking it out because, uh, you know, we know that it's always easy to walk away. It's always easy to give up and say, this isn't working for me anymore. It's always easier to say, um, I'd rather go and be with someone else than to clean up what I messed up or to fix what's going on here. But I thank God that they fixed it, and I am blessed. Um, I'm blessed, 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 blessed to, to be able to say that they're still here in the earth and that they still are as one because what God has joined together, let no man or woman put asunder, and the two are one, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, <clears throat> that's not to to say anything about anybody who has gone through or is going through divorce and separation, and um, I want to celebrate uh, what they've done uh, in terms of being married and staying married and still being in love and still being in love. So I pray that you all had a great weekend. I pray that you all um, just had an opportunity to get some rest and to spend time with family and friends. On yesterday, um, I was asked to pray about family finances, and so I want to continue in that vein on this week because money, the Bible says that money answereth all things, Uh, but it also says that the love of money is the root of all evil. Right, so people always say, well, you know, sometimes people will say, well, the Bible uh, contradicts itself. I don't believe that it does. Uh, the Bible, as I've read it more and more, is probably more consistent than people actually think it is. But you have to go from the old unto the new, uh, and and just develop a, a level of understanding and ask God to give you revelation knowledge in terms of the Word. But one of the things that is clear in the Bible is that it is the love of money that is the root of all evil. Because when people love money, 
they will compromise their values, right? When people love money, uh, they don't care who they hurt. They don't care who they step on because they look at what they gain from it. But when you're not a lover of money and you understand the principles in the Bible, because God is a God of of uh, of laws, right? There are there are laws, there are principles in the Bible that people, when followed, whether you are a believer or not, you will still see the fruit of it because the Bible says that God reigns on the just as well as the unjust, right? So rain is coming. The principles are the principles, right? Whether you follow the principles as a just man or woman or as an unjust man or woman, right? The principles are the principles. So let's read um, some. I pulled over because I wanted to make sure that uh, we looked at the word. Psalms 1, 112, verses 1 through 6. I read this one yesterday, uh, but I want to read it again as we pray over our finances. And this is from the Amplified Version. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed, blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who fears the Lord with all inspired reverence and worships him with obedience. He delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house and his righteousness endures forever. Light arises in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious and compassionate and righteous, upright and right standing with God. It is well with the man who is gracious and lends. He conducts his affairs with justice. He will never be shaken. The righteous will be remembered forever. There's something about being righteous, y'all. There's something about being in right standing with God. There's something about reverencing God. There's something about the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And when you are wise, right, when you are wise and you're not wise and in, 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 you're not worldly wise, but you're kingdom wise then you are a blessed man or you are a blessed woman because the word says that you'll become fortunate, you will prosper, and you will be favored by God. And if you are favored by God, then you already know that you're favored by man because God uses man often to fulfill his purposes in the earth. And when you delight yourself greatly in his commandments, right, the word of God says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. There are things that you desire that maybe nobody even knows anything about, but God knows. So when you delight yourself in him, the word says that he will give you the desires of your heart. The word says to seek you first the kingdom of heaven and all his righteousness and all things that will be added unto you. So when you delight yourself in God, when you put God first, 
everything that you've even dreamed about is going to be added unto you. This scripture talks about wealth and riches are in your house. Wealth and riches. And it's not just for you. It's for the generation. It says the generation of the upright will be blessed. So if you know that you are upright, meaning you are in good standing with God, upright and right standing with God, doesn't mean you're perfect. Let's be clear about that. It does not mean you're perfect, but it means that you own what's yours to own. It means that you are quick to repent, not to say that you're sorry, but to show that you're sorry in word and in deed. And it means that you love God's people, all of God's people. Even in their sin, you still love them because you realize God loves the person he hates the sin. I'm going to say that again, and we've heard that many a times. God loves the person. He hates sin. Let's pray about our finances. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. We magnify you. We give you glory. We give you honor, and we give you praise. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God, we bless your name on this morning, for you are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. And on this day, June the 8th, 2021, we say that wealth and riches are in our houses. In the name of Jesus, we say, oh God, that our righteousness endures forever. We say, oh God, that the generation of the upright will be blessed in the name of Jesus. We say, oh God, that our descendants, our children, and our children's children, and our children's children's children will be mighty on this earth. Hallelujah. For God, you have already given them the authority that they need in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you on this morning, oh God, hallelujah, that you are gracious towards us, that you are compassionate towards us, oh God, hallelujah. We thank you on this morning, oh God, for you are merciful towards us in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we thank you that it goes well with us, oh God, because we are gracious, Heavenly Father, and that we lend to others, that we are the lender and not the borrower. And because of that, oh God, because we are cheerful givers, oh God, and we give to the poor and we give to the oppressed and we give to the needy, oh God, your word says that it is well with us in the name of Jesus. So we come in agreement with your word that it is well in our finances in the name of Jesus, that it is well in the finances of our children. Hallelujah. We declare and decree that they will never have to file for bankruptcy in the name of Jesus, for it is well with them. Hallelujah. God, we thank you for your word because it says that we conduct our affairs with justice. Hallelujah. Another version says that we conduct our affairs with honesty and with truth. Oh, God, we thank you on this morning, oh, God, hallelujah, that we are not cheaters when it comes to money. 
Oh, God, we ask that you would forgive us now in the name of Jesus, that if we've ever cheated on our taxes, if we've ever claimed somebody on our taxes that we're not supposed to claim, if we've ever done anything when it comes to money, maybe the cashier gave us an extra $5, oh, God, and instead of returning it, we took it, God. If we found some money, oh, God, hallelujah, and we didn't, a few people, uh, uh, there was somebody walking in front of us, and we didn't stop and say, excuse me, is this your money? But instead, we took it, God. We ask that you would forgive us now in the name of Jesus. For God, your word says that life is good for the one who is generous and charitable, conducting affairs with honesty and truth. Oh, God, hallelujah. We thank you, oh, God, that not only are we good stewards over our money, but that we conduct our affairs with both honesty and truth. We don't try to get over <clears throat> we don't try to lie, we don't try to scheme, we don't try to just add and do a little something extra, but instead all of our affairs, all of our affairs, all of our affairs, all of our affairs, when it comes to dealing with the insurance company, all of our affairs, when it comes to our taxes, all of our affairs, when it comes to those of us who are entrepreneurs and when it comes to, to paying people, all of our affairs, hallelujah, 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 when it comes to tipping people who have served us, Heavenly Father, all of our affairs, when it comes to discounts, oh God, and sales, all of our affairs, when it comes to paying people what they're worth, that all of our affairs are conducted with honesty and truth. All of our affairs. When it comes to uh, signing our name and not somebody else's name. When Can I just be real this morning? Hallelujah. When it comes to buying food stamps or trying to get food stamps from somebody, that when it's not in our name, all of our affairs. Oh, thank you, Lord. All of our affairs are conducted with honesty and truth. God, your word said that life is good for those. Oh, God, we thank you for the good life. We thank you for the good life on this morning, oh, God. We thank you for the good life on this morning, oh, God. Hallelujah, that we can be the lender and not the borrower. We thank you for the good life on this morning, oh, God that wealth and riches are in our homes. Hallelujah. We thank you for the good life on this morning, oh God. Hallelujah. That every generation of the righteous will experience your favor, oh God. We thank you for the good life on this morning, oh God. Hallelujah. That great blessing and wealth fills the house of the wise. For our integrity, hallelujah, our integrity endures forever. That our name means something, oh God, because we realize, Heavenly Father, that you are our Father, so we have your name. We have our Daddy's name, hallelujah, and our Daddy's name means something, so our name means something because of our integrity, hallelujah, that we're not one way in front of man and another way behind closed doors, that we say what we mean and we mean what we say. Hallelujah, that we are generous and charitable, 
but most importantly, that we conduct our affairs with honesty and truth. And God, because we do those things, oh God, your word says that our circumstances will never shake us. Hallelujah. That we'll fall, but we'll get up. We'll bend, but we won't break. Hallelujah. That, that we'll cry, that we'll weep. Hallelujah. But joy's coming, joy's coming, joy's coming. Hallelujah. And that others will never forget our example, our example of how to go through, our example of how to praise God in the midst of, our example of how to not look like we're going through, our example of how to move in silence, hallelujah, so that you will promote us in due season and in due time that we don't always have to talk about what we're doing to people who don't care about us, but instead all we got to do is talk about it to the Father and talk about it to true intercessors, the ones who are praying for us, the ones who are rooting for us, the ones who are like Aaron and, and the other man who held up Moses' hands. And every time Moses' hands went down, he was losing. But every time they lifted up his hands higher and higher, he was winning. We thank you, God, for those who are lifting up our hands, oh God. For those, oh God, hallelujah, who knows what it, what it is to live the good life. For those who knows what it means, oh God, and help us to conduct our affairs with honesty and truth. Oh God, we thank you for your word on this morning. Hallelujah. For we know that wealth and riches, <clears throat> in order for them to come and to stay, hallelujah, in order for them to come and to stay, in order for wealth and riches to come and to stay, oh God, there are things that we need to do in our lives. And we can't prepare, we cannot compare ourselves to those, oh God, who don't know you because we do know you. And your word says that, that who you love, you chasten. So, so those who are out there who may have wealth and riches and who may not serve you, oh God, you said that it would be easier for a needle to get into into the to the eye or it would be easier for a camel help me holy spirit to get into the needle the eye of the needle than it is for a rich man to get into heaven because there are things that come with with riches oh god hallelujah that if people are not rooted in you god they will they will they will send themselves straight to hell mm. thank you lord thank you holy spirit Hallelujah. Speak, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to share this because I hear this. See, we have to be careful about comparison ourselves, comparing ourselves, and we have to be careful about looking at people who may not know God but have money. And so we think that well, look at them. They've got money. They've got riches, and they don't even know God, and, and they've been rich. That they, they stay rich. But there are things that come with money. Hear me clearly. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There are things that come with money that if you are not careful, you will send yourself to hell. You will send yourself to hell. Money, power, and sex are the three most dangerous things 
that a person can, if they are not rooted and grounded, will lose themselves in. See, the love of money will will give you things that you've never had before will, and will attract people <laughs> that you've never dealt with before. But when you know God, you've got to be rooted in God. God has to know that he can trust you, that you're going to do right, that you're going to be generous, that you're going to be charitable, but most importantly, that you're going to conduct affairs with honesty and truth. There are many a rich men that have fallen, not because they weren't generous and charitable, because even rich people understand the principle of philanthropy. Rich people understand the principle of philanthropy. That if, that if you give, that it's going to be given back to you. Rich people understand the principle of generosity and charity. That's why so many rich people are givers. They understand the laws of how much they can uh, get back on their taxes, right? That's a legality. So they understand it both in the natural and the spiritual. Think of all the rich people you know. You know they're givers, the Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation. God bless them, right? A lot of people, they understand, but the Bible says that you have to conduct affairs with honesty and truth. That's the part that many of them lack. Your affairs. Conducting affairs, conducting affairs, and the, when it, the Bible says affairs, it doesn't just say conducting money with honesty and truth. Affairs, conducting affairs, meaning how you go about your business. Period. How you go about. Your business, how you go about your relationships, how you go about your job, your employer. Do you give your best every day? Do you lie on your timesheet, right? Do you buy hot items because they're cheaper? Can I just be real this morning? It says, another version says, an honored life, a beautiful life. Your life has to be honorable in every area. See, a lot of things we say that we want, but we don't want to give up. See, we make excuses for the things that we want to do. We make excuses for living a raggedy life. I know I did. And 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 on and on a, on on a day, if you catch me right, right, my flesh and my spirit are addicts because I want to do something that I know is outside of the will of God. Can I be real? My flesh and my spirit are at one another. But sin is sin. Sin is sin. 
And God has called us to be holy because he is holy. I love you all. Have an awesome day. Declare and decree the word of God that wealth and riches are in your house. But in saying that, knowing, knowing, it's not about just generosity and charity, right? You, 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 God will still pay you for that, right? But in order to live a truly beautiful life, a blessed life, a free life, because who the sun sets free is free indeed. God doesn't just want you to be free in terms of money. He wants you to be free in every area of your life. Every area. So so no. Live an honorable life before God. Love you all. Bye-bye.